Today I'm here with Dr. Daniel Zeitler, MD, who is a board-certified otolaryngologist, also known as an ears, nose, and throat doctor, who specializes in otology and neurotology. Now that's quite a lot, Dr. Zeitler. Would you mind explaining some of these in simpler terms? Absolutely. So ENT, as you mentioned, which is also called otolaryngology, is a surgical field in medicine and we are responsible for all of the diseases of the ears, nose, and throat. So hoarseness, cough, sinus infections, ear infections, things like that. My specialty is a specific part of ENT, and what I tell my patients is I'm basically the E of ENT. So I do all of the diseases that have to do with the ear, and basically you can kind of think about my problems starting from the ear and working all the way into where the ear meets the brain. So it's simple things like putting tubes in kids' eardrums for ear infections, which probably a lot of the people listening had when they were kids, but it can be things as complicated as taking tumors out of the nerves that connect the ear to the brain. When did you start thinking about becoming this kind of doctor and what you wanted to do? Yesterday is when I really decided, no. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> not until, so my dad is a doctor and his dad, my grandfather, was also a doctor. So it was always something that was kind of on my radar. So I went into college thinking maybe that was something that I wanted to do, but in the first two or two and a half years of college, I actually kind of convinced myself I didn't want to do it. I took all the classes that you needed to be sure in case I changed my mind. But then around junior year of college, I decided I wanted to go to medical school. And actually when I got into medical school, I thought I wanted to be an orthopedic surgeon. And so my first two years, I really concentrated hard on, on sort of studying orthopedics. I did some electives. And then the summer between my second and third year, so medical school is four years. Okay. The summer between my second and third year, I did an orthopedics elective and I didn't like it as much as I wanted to. Okay. So then I started searching around other things. I knew I wanted to be a surgeon of some kind. So the things that I looked at were ENT and neurosurgery. There's a lot of pros and cons about each of them, but ultimately for a lot of reasons, I decided on ENT. How many years of total of school did it take? Cause I know definitely with med school, undergrad, residency, is that mm -hmm. something that you exactly. have to do too? Yep. So it depends. I always tell people when they ask this question, it depends on when you start the clock. So I went, you know, kindergarten through 12. And then mm -hmm. after 12th grade, I went to college four years. From college, some people take a year off or two years off, but I actually went straight through. Excuse me, I took four years of medical school. I then did um, five, a year of general surgery internship plus four years of residency. <clears throat> and then for my specialty, I had to do an additional two years. So you can do the math. I think it comes out to like 29 grades or 31 grades or something like that. <laughs> that is a yeah. lot. And I, th I think that a lot of times the long commitment of time in school often discourages people from going into that field. What made it worth it for you? Totally. You're right. And I think there's a couple things to think about. The first is if you want to be a doctor, there are things you can do that don't require as much time. So if you want to be a pediatrician, for instance, if you want to be an internist or a primary care doctor, if you want to be a radiologist, things like that, it doesn't require quite as much time. But I think at the end of the day, it just comes down to what you love. And mm -hmm. if you really like what you're doing, you're willing to put in the time. I think it is a big commitment that you should 
probably try to decide if you're willing to do it before you start, right? If, if you're trying to decide what your career is gonna be and you tell yourself, you know what, I really love the idea of medicine, but there's no way that I would spend nine years in training, then it's probably not the field for you. So if you are someone who really likes chemistry but hates physics or biology, could you still go into medicine? You don't have to like those necessarily or be good at them? 100%. In fact, if you asked most doctors, they would probably tell you they didn't love those classes. I mean, again, those classes are really getting into the minutia of science that you, I mean, you use a little bit of them like to make, Drugs, you have to use chemistry, right? I'm not the one making the drugs, but somebody's using them, and I have to understand how those drugs work. I have to understand biology and physiology to understand the way the body works. If I operate on a patient and they lose a lot of blood, what are gonna be the repercussions as far as their blood pressure, their heart rate? You have to know it, but it's really very ethereal. It's, it's, it's not like you're not putting together organic compounds to do medicine. Would you recommend anything for high schoolers who are like trying to pursue those? Is it good to volunteer at hospitals? What kind of things can you do? Sure. So volunteering is great for two reasons. Number one, it gives you an opportunity to actually see what medicine is because for many people, it's more of an idea than it is a reality. Like for someone like you who doesn't have doctors in your family, you've probably never really seen like what the day-to-day work of a doctor might be. So it's great to, to get that experience, but it's also good because medical school now is very competitive. If you're someone who thinks you might want to do that, the more you demonstrate your willingness to be part of those kinds of activities, the better. I think reaching out to a friend or a family member who's a doctor and asking him or her if you could hang out for the day, if you could meet for, you know, a a drink, a coffee, and talk about what they do in their job, um, just to get a sense of what it is. I think it's really, really valuable. If you have no idea what you want to do, is there anything you can do to figure that out? Like certain, since there's such a wide range of doctors, mm-hmm. what, how do you figure out what interests you just by taking classes? So like, the first big decision is whether you want to be a doctor. Right. And then you go to medical school. And the nice thing about medical school is in your first two years, you do a lot of classwork, right? That's when you take your physics, your chemistry classes, your anatomy classes, your gross, your dissection courses, your physiology classes, things like that. And you have an opportunity to see some different things but in your third and fourth year is when you start to do what are called their clinical rotations. So that's where you do OB, that's where you do pediatrics, internal medicine, general surgery, radiology, cardiology, right? And then you can kind of start to see and feel what feels right to you and what feels wrong and what grosses you out and what interests you. And then in your fourth year is when you really have to start making some decisions because you have to start applying to residency. So most people in their fourth year will say, hey, I really wanna be a pediatrician. So they may choose to do what's called an elective rotation at the University of Washington, where they come, they work for a few weeks or a month or two, depending on the length, and it's kind of like a job interview in some ways. As a last (laughs) final parting words, 
Do you have any advice for high schoolers who are considering this field as a career? Yeah, I would say <clears throat> my advice is I think everybody who is interested in medicine should strongly consider a career in medicine. It is truly one of those things that is forever rewarding. Um, <clears throat> there's not a day that goes by where I don't leave work feeling like I did something to help somebody. I would say that for people who are interested, if you have questions, reach out to doctors, again, that you know, or reach right. out to family friends, or reach out to, to um, acquaintances of your parents, and really kind of get into some of the details, sort of learn what it is, what it isn't. And I will say, and I, I don't want to sound like an old dad, but you have to do well in school because mm -hmm. you don't get into medical school being a bad student. It's a okay. very competitive thing. So study hard and you know develop good study habits in high school, do great in college, do great on your board exams that get you into medical school, and do lots of stuff extracurricularly that differentiates you from the next person. Make okay. sure you're a well-rounded person. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming out today. I appreciate you answering all my questions. This was Sydney Parcel interviewing Daniel Zeitler. Thank you.